I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Do it with your fantasy sports network news update. Got a busy one today. The Cleveland Indians on a wild card spot, but still looking to deal at least one of their certified aces. The tribe reportedly spoke to the Phillies about a possible trade involving Trevor Bauer. Sources telling MLB Network today. Bauer is a red-hot commodity with the July 1st, 31st deadline quickly approaching. However, Cleveland's recent success, 14-3 in their last 17 games, could force the club to change their mind. Bauer's also been linked to the San Diego Padres. The 29-year-old has been on fire lately, striking out uh, nine or more in five of his last six starts, and he leads the majors in innings pitch. He will earn a $13 million salary and is eligible for arbitration next year. Cincinnati Reds' Yasiel Puig, uh, slugger of the Reds and Mets, uh, closer Edwin Diaz also rumored on the trade market. Let's hit the live scoreboard, fellas. A final Tampa Bay beating Boston 3-2. to two. Morton the win, Price the loss. Pagan save number seven for the Rays. The game played under protest from Boston as well. Philly blanking Detroit 4 to nothing. Velasquez, nine Ks, a four-hit ball. Solid Zimmerman the loss for the Tigers. Anthony Rendon with the game-winning home run. Washington over Colorado 3-2 to two in game one of the double dip. Sean Doolittle, the save for the Nationals games on the go. Houston has just beat uh, Oakland 4-2, to the final. Since the end, Milwaukee Brewers lead 5-4, to bottom seven. But the Brew crew right now have the bases juiced, and no outs could be a lot more runs there. Seattle and Texas, the Mariners are up 2-0 now in that ball game. Arizona, 3-0 on Baltimore, bottom four. And the Cubs are up 3-2, 4-1 now on uh, the Giants, and they are in the bottom of the fourth matchups for tonight. Two games at 7.05. Game two of the double dip. We got the Nats and Rockies. Washington minus 230. Freeland versus Corbin. Total nine and a half. St. Louis and Pittsburgh. Straight pick them nine and a half. Wainwright versus Lyles. 7.07. We got the Tribe. Cleveland Indians minus 135 at Toronto. Eight and a half. Bieber versus Stroman. Uh, 7.10 action. San Diego at the New York Mets. Mets minus 165. Eight and a half. Lamette versus Syndergaard. 7.20. KC at Atlanta. Braves minus two Bills. Nine and a half. Keller versus Tehran. Two more at 810. Miami and the White Sox. Sox minus 125. Nine total. Gallon versus Lopez. Yankees laying 25 cents at Minnesota. 11 half. And eggs Odorizzi. Yankee slugger Gary Sanchez on the IL today with a groin strain. And at 1010, Angels and Dodgers. Dodgers minus 210. 10 and a half. Beria and Stripling. In the NFL, Tennessee Titans left tackle Taylor Lewan has been informed by the NFL. He's failed a drug test for a banned supplement and is now going to be suspended. According to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, it's going to be for the first four games of the season. Luan also went to Twitter to tell his fans he passed a polygraph test that he knowingly did not take the supplement. Running back Melvin Gordon informed the Chargers today he will be not be reporting to training camp, according to the NFL Network. The two-time Pro Bowler threatened to hold out earlier this month and is now in search of a new contract. Gordon can incur up to 40 grand a day in fines for each day at camp missed. In April, the Chargers exercised the fifth-year option on Gordon's contract worth 5.6 mil. But the lead back is seeking a much higher payday. The Chargers' preference is to get a deal done with their top back. The Green Bay Packers releasing standout defensive lineman Mike Daniels after seven seasons. Green Bay will save about $8 million in cap space after the move. Daniels entering the final year of a four-year, $41 million deal. The Packers looking for a trade partner. They couldn't find one. <clears throat> He's likely to get picked up by a Super Bowl contender as a free agent. He was a Pro Bowler in 2017, but in 2018, just two sacks and 18 tackles in 10 games. He missed six games with a foot injury. Free agent running back J.H.I. has been medically cleared to play. He tore his ACL in October of 2018 while playing for Philadelphia. Hoop news. Kawhi Leonard introduced by the clip joint today with Paul George. The Claw thanking Toronto for his time and championship there. Pal Gasol agreeing on a one-year deal with the Portland Trailblazers, according to reports. Cleveland Cavaliers forward Kevin Love has withdrawn from Team USA. 
for the FIBA World Cup. He has a nagging foot and shoulder problem. And Raptors guard Kyle Lowry recently underwent uh, thumb surgery. Still committed to the program and expected to return to camp in Los Angeles mid-August. As we suspected, the NBA now investigating the timing of timing of many of these early free agency deals. And today, Warriors coach Steve Kerr chimed in. He hopes the NBA isn't heading to bigger problems. Kerr said trade demands like Anthony Davis did a real problem in the NBA, and it could really hurt the game in the future. This week also, we talked about the NBA board of directors also gathering uh, information, discussing the swift player movement during the start of free agency, including trying to deter players from talking to other players and recruiting them. In the NCAA, the Pac-12 will be moving their title game to Las Vegas in 2020 and 21. NHL News, the St. Louis Blues, they've hired Mark Savard as assistant coach. And in golf, the FedEx St. Jude Classic goes tomorrow. DJ, Justin Johnson, the favorite at 9-1. to McElroy, Cap, and Brooks Kepka, 10-1. to I'm Cam Stewart. Stick around, everybody. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 1 of Red Heat and Rage. We'll talk independence football today. Some independence with Mark Lawrence and the NCAA. We'll break it down. The MLB night card day card action going on right now and a whole lot more so stick around everybody hour one of red heat and rage radio on the fantasy sports radio network coming up next all you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you game time decisions all right let's roll Game time decisions. Red Heat Rage on radio live from the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands at Racetrack. I am Gabriel Morenci throwing down with a raging redhead. Uh, Cam Stewart. We got another busy show this afternoon. Mark Lawrence will step up and in. This is our Independence Day. As I will talk about the uh, six independent college of football teams on the board. We'll talk some Major League uh, Baseball. We've got some golf uh, on tap. Uh, St. Jude. Uh, the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart will break it down. Big man on campus will return uh, tonight. We'll hit the uh, the soccer once again uh, this evening. There's a game going on uh, just a couple of miles down the road uh, tonight. Uh, big game uh, for the Portuguese uh, here as Benfica are in town, uh, Cam. And your boy Portuguese Joe, I'm sure, would like nothing better to see Benfica live taking on Fiorentina tonight in Harrison, New Jersey, <laughs> a.k.a. Newark. As it's Benfica versus Fiorentina in Jersey tonight. And the reason it's here, um, Cam, uh, basically, if you're Portuguese and you move to uh, to North America, you either move to New Jersey, Toronto, or Montreal. Like, there isn't <laughs> one Portuguese person outside of Montreal, Toronto, Newark. Other than that, like, there's no Portuguese people, Cam. What's going on? What's happening? Yeah, I remember once I was in the car uh, driving with Joe, and he called his mom during a Benfica game, and the other team scored, and she was weeping openly. Like, she, like they have, like, a Benfica shrine in their house and like, all sorts of crazy stuff, Gabe. So, yeah, he'll no doubt be at the Portuguese club having a couple drinks and a cigar tonight. That is a lock. I've actually been there. I've been to Benfica Stadium uh, Beautiful. before. Yeah, I've been to Lisbon. Uh, I'm a big fan, actually, of uh, of Lisbon. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've been to Lisbon, I've been to the stadium and I think I told you, Cam, so like, you know, like basically like in Brazil and Argentina and Portugal, you know, they're very big on Jesus Christ over there. Right. Oh yeah. Just yeah, a little. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. They're big. They all have their statue. Yeah. They'll have the, the Christ the Redeemer statues. The one in Brazil is the biggest one, but Portugal has one too. <laughs> and, and 
I'm in a bar with uh, my father and my father's friends who are all like hardcore, like you said, like Benfica. Like they love that stuff more than their family and their kids. So he was telling me about how the, the statue of Christ before his arms were at his side. And he said Benfica scored to beat Porto and then the statue moved and Jesus' <laughs> arms went up. And I'm looking at him and, That's so and he's, like, he's like, it's true, it's true. And like everyone at the table nodding, it's true, it's true. The statue before his arms were down, but Benfica scored and won. And I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, yeah, these guys are, uh, these guys are hardcore, man. <laughs> oh, big time. oh, no, big time. Like, it, it, it's a family affair, Gabe. Like, she's 92 years old, and he tells me she gets more fired up about Benfica than anything. And ask, ask Joe what his feelings on FC Porto are. He's not a, he's not a fan. Oh, he'd be like the stupid fisherman. <laughs> Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. races either as I can called it earlier in the week and yeah Gabe, I bet you later in the week you said like tomorrow it's gonna be real crazy yeah I don't I don't know what it is it's not not like extra packed here right now but I don't know can the the horse uh, the horse betters they're surly today they're arguing yeah. over racing forms a guy left his racing form at the seat he was like I didn't leave and he's like that's yeah, my property I- People Normally. do that all the time. They don't understand. Like, I, I had a guy punch a guy out, actually, in the horse book when I was working. Oh, and I told the form. guy, I go, listen, man, like, the guy bought six forms at six twenty-five a pop. Like, he didn't spend a dollar. Like, he brought, spent, like, $30, $40 because they have one racing form that has Saratoga and the big tracks, then they have the B tracks, and then you have uh, printouts for harness. So a lot of these guys will spend 50 to $60 in materials alone, Gabe. So don't steal their stuff. That's <laughs> the bottom line. Yeah. Don't touch it yeah. until they give it to you. You know, uh, Mark, Mark Lawrence has seen it all on a <laughs> yeah. track. My favorite story is uh, Mark Lawrence. Uh, we thought that our uh, our owning a horse uh, story turned out bad. But Mark's a horse actually jumped the rail and like uh, took off. Sorry, isn't it, Mark? Your horse like jumped the rail and like you found him in like a neighborhood in the backyard. Right. It was absolutely unbelievable, guys. We're racing in the race. Uh, the race is over. We crossed the finish line. And a buddy of mine's at the track. I can't be there to watch it. And he calls me. He says, man, you're not going to believe this. And I says, what happens? He says, after the race, the horse jumps over the rail, runs through the barn, out onto the main road, and is running down the road. And the police came and tracked him down in a condominium complex in a circle (laughs) and had to van him back. (laughs) What? Did did you sell him after that? Were you like, I'm out? Or what happened in the next race after that with him? <laughs> we retired him after that. Yeah, we, he yeah, was that fully was it. retired. He can't yeah, 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 you figured, yeah, that's it. He's sending you guys a message. I'm done. 
How'd you, you like to be re- in a car driving a car and you're seeing a horse with number seven riding alongside of you? <laughs> you know, wow. I mean, <laughs> good thing he didn't get hurt too. Yeah, no, we're lucky. Yeah. Very no, he, lucky. That's very lucky he didn't get yeah. hurt. Fortunately, he did not uh, get hurt. Okay, um, so of course, a very very bad movie uh, was Independence Day, and the big speech uh, was, "This is our Independence Day." Um, well, this is our uh, Independence Day today. We're talking independent uh, football and college football and uh, NFL football right around the corner, uh, Mark. You can just sort of has that football feeling. It's still summer right now, but it just it feels nearly like it's, you know, it's time for football camp. It's time for preseason football to begin. It is, Gabe. It's going to be 30 days from today. College football begins uh, actually tomorrow, I guess you'd say. Uh, 30 days from tomorrow on Thursday, the first college football game for the 2019 football season. So if you're not ready, you better get ready real soon. If you're not ready, you better get a playbook and get yourself uh, ready. Um, so let, let's jump in right now and talk. let's talk about Army. And uh, I tell you what, uh, this, this Army program has really turned things around uh, over the last uh, couple of years under Munkin and you know, beating, you know, they never beat Navy. And, you know, now, now suddenly they've beaten Navy on what? Has it been back-to-back years or is it three years in a row now? Three uh, years in a row, yes. Three years in a row they've beaten the middies. So, um, you know, they're no longer uh, sneaking up on anybody right now. Mark, talk to me about uh, the Black Knights. Well, like you say, they're not going to be sneaking up on anybody. They won 11 games last year for the first time ever. They also took Oklahoma to overtime before they lost, and they capped off the season with a 70-14 to 14 win over Houston in the Arms Forces Bowl. So there's a lot to like about this Army football team. My main concern, though, is the fact that now suddenly they're going to be favorites in a lot of football games where a couple of years ago they would have been the substantial underdog in the game. So can they live up to the billing? I also think that there's a good possibility that if they do that, they're going to end up with more wins this year than will Notre Dame, their other independent uh, giant that lives inside independent football world. I'm looking at Army's schedule uh, right now, guys, and very manageable. Uh, Rice at Army, uh, Army at Michigan. I tell you what, Michigan uh, Michigan better be ready. they, They better be ready to stop the run. Um, you got Army at UTSA, Morgan State at Army, Tulane at Army, Army at Western Kentucky is a game I think they'll be in, but uh, okay, let's say they, you know, it's a tough one, but uh, they'll be in Army, Georgia State, San Jose State, Army, Army, uh, man, I got to tell you, this is a more than manageable schedule uh, uh, for the Knights, uh, Mark Lawrence. Well, it is, Gabe. They're going to be. They could well be favored in every game, but one, that being at Michigan, and if that's the case, go up and down and look at their schedule here. You'll see only three opponents playing this year that had winning records last year. So they've got about as cushy and soft a schedule as you can possibly ask for. And you know, with that being the case, you're going to probably have to make a case for the over. There, I think they're over win totals eight minus a, a ton, probably up to nine wins right now. No, but the bottom line is I don't see them losing uh, three or four football games this year. You've got to look over if you're going to play anything at all with this Army football team. This is annoying. I'm looking right now at the futures at FanDuel here. ACC totals, uh, Big Ten, Big 12, Conference USA, MAC, Mountain West, Pac-12, SEC, Sunbelt. They have Notre Dame just sort of randomly listed. Yeah, but where are the independents? That's the thing. Like, it's tough, Gabe. I was going to ask you and Mark just about the independents, like, 
you have a team like Army, like they could be, weren't they? They were in Conference USA, American Conference. I think, like, Mark, what, like, you know, a lot of these independents, you would think, I can understand Notre Dame because they're Notre Dame. You put them in and they can kind of do whatever they want and play the big dogs. But wouldn't some of these schools, I remember BYU, now now they're independent. They were in a conference before. Why, why would I guess they choose the independent route instead of going to a, a conference? Well, like you say, Cam, because they can make their own rules yeah. and then largely, you know, largely make up their own schedule from that. Uh, remember, it wasn't long ago that Navy was also an independent football team. Football. So, you know, so you know, now here it, only the Army does exist out of the military schools, but there are six teams now that are independent football teams. And uh, before we get to BYU, you know, I'll say this: that I think BYU made a big mistake when they went the independent route and left conference play. And that was a big contention of Dave Malinsky's that uh, that was their downfall yep. is when they went to the independent route rather than conference football, because conference football at least is affiliated with college bowl games. And if you don't win your share of football games and you schedule soft, like army is doing here, sometimes six wins will not get you a bowl bid. So you know, it could end up being costly if you're an independent football team. I think unless I think the only really one that you can get away with it. Look, Notre Dame is Notre Dame, exactly. You know, and they 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 did the deal with NBC long before anyone even imagined. Remember, it was like you can't yep. do that. What do you mean you signed <laughs> one team signed with a network? Oh my god! <laughs> and that's why it was good for them to be independent. But look at that. After years, they had to attach themselves to the ACC, right? Uh, it's very difficult to to make a schedule when you're independent. Mark mentioned the Bulls. To me, if you're a military team, you can get away with it. Yep. You're the military. People want to play you. You have that story day. We're playing Navy. We're playing Army. We're playing Air Force. Plus, you have, that, plus you have that bowl game built in with the commander-in-chief. You have the trophy. You have the Armed Forces Bowl. So, you, you know, you're, you're in a comfortable sphere, I think, if you're a military team. But you're dead on, guys. You're BYU. Think about it, Cam. Remember the great rivalry, man? Jimmer for dead, BYU, UNLV. You- Steve yes. Fisher, the basketball. Excellent point. Remember, Mark, that was a great conference they were Even building. Utah. Boise State. Mm-hmm. Boise State, Utah, TCU. Great football. Basketball, UNLV, San Diego State, the Lobos. Uh, there was great football. There was great basketball. They had a good thing going, Mark, in the Mountain West. And I remember the late, great Dave Malinsky, may rest in peace. As he stated, he said, Gabe, biggest mistake they made is signing with the CBS Sports Network and leaving ESPN. Unquestionably, uh, unquestionably, you know, it was all about the money, you know, what they thought was perceived to be the big money doing just that. And those were the days, as you said, uh, you know, the Mountain West Conference before that, the WAC Conference, where, you know, we could expect a lot of upsets yeah. in the WAC Conference, especially in college basketball when that, when that sport rolled around. But, you know, every, everything goes its own way, and it's all the draw of the power of television. And it's what separates these teams from their conferences into becoming teams like these independent teams, as we're talking about. All right, we'll take a quick break. On the other side, we'll hit BYU. Give me Liberty or give me death. Uh, Liberty spending a lot of money on their football program. Notre Dame, UMass, who open up with Rutgers right, uh, right here in Jersey. All that and more. 
from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. You want two risk-free free wagers up to a thousand bucks? Go to pointsbet.com slash grid and open up a points bet sports wager account. Enter the promo code GRID and get two risk-free bets up to a thousand bucks. An additional traditional betting points bet offers you its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win the bet by. For example, if you bet the Northwestern Wildcats minus three and they cover the spread by nine, you'll receive nine times your stake. That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get two risk-free bets up to a thousand bucks today. That's a great deal. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. Marenzi. Uh, good job, uh, Cam. I am uh, Marenzi. We're throwing it down at the FanDuel Sportsbook Meadowlands uh, Racetrack uh, right now uh, in uh, New Jersey. We'll be back at 8 o'clock uh, with in-game uh, live. Uh, Drew Martin and Tony Finn uh, will join us uh, this evening on the program. We got Mark Lawrence uh, with us uh, right now. Uh, but I couldn't help but think of you, uh, Mark and uh, Cam, because I know you guys uh, love a good uh, a good cheap joke. It's almost like our weekly thing now. Yeah. I saw a Rodney Dangerfield uh, joke uh, yesterday, guys. Rodney Dangerfield uh, walked into a uh, he wanted to buy a suit, so he walked into a uh, a, cl- a store and he went up to uh, to the guy and he goes, uh, "I'm looking uh, for something uh, looking for something cheap." He said, "Why don't you take a look in the mirror?" <laughs> it's not bad, huh? He's tight. <laughs> yeah, and in that band, I thought, man, I am Rodney Dangerfield because can't make this up. There was like a uh, we haul your junk truck that just rolled up outside the Meadowlands nice. as I was coming in, and I thought, all right, they're they're here, they're you know they're picking up some junk or something like that, and uh, a guy got out and he had a New York Post and a racing form in his hands. And uh, I said, are you here to pick up all the crappy picks that are in that building? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, yeah, okay. That's pretty good. That was pretty good. I saw the junk. I'm like, yeah, all those tickets and all those those bad picks. Uh, And I I swear to God, man, some girl came up to me here the other day. She goes, uh, I swear to effing God, I've never seen anyone win in this place once in my life. They're all a bunch of losers. <laughs> She's pointing at all the baseball bats. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, like, that's and, horrible. Yeah, man. She's like, you, there's a lot of women that bet here. And like, yeah, she's like a trash-talking, like, Dominican chick. She's like, I've never seen these losers win once in their life. They're all losers. <laughs> like, welcome to a New York sports book. All right, uh, let's talk BYU and Man, I'm looking at this schedule, uh, Mark. That's a real killer, man. These road games uh, that BYU have on the slate this year. Well, this BYU football team, take a look at uh, They're going to really start out tough here. I mean, it's murderer's row to begin with for the Cougars. Home against Utah in a massive rivalry football game. Then they go to Tennessee. They're going to play Southern Cal and Washington, their first four football games to start the year. It's going to really set the tone for the table for this football team uh, this football season here. And I think the only thing that may help them, I'm not a big Kalani Sataki fan at all. I think he's, he's to me, he's like an Ed Ogeron cheerleader head coach rather than an X and an O kind of a guy. 
But I think the only thing that may help this football team this year is the fact that they played 50 different players last football season. That's the most of any team in college football. 50 players in the roster found playing time for the Cougars. So if that experience ends up rolling over or spilling over this year, that could end up helping the football team. But I don't expect them. Uh, right now their season win total is six minus, minus and money and change. So it's going to be iffy is it whether or not they're going to win six games and make it back to a bowl game this football season. A lot of people like them, but I'm not a big Kalani Sataki fan. All right, good news, guys. I just I found it. I had to poke around. Uh, it was hard to find the independence, but it's it's here. FanDuel's got it all. They've got six and a half, guys, BYU. Six and a half, minus 115 to the over. And, Mark, you mentioned, like, Army is going to be, like, nine, nine and a half, uh, like, and, and minus. Wow, Army, nine and a half, minus 200 right now. Who would have thought the wow. day would come when you'd have to lay minus 200 to win 10 games in a season with Army? They went 10 years without winning 10 games before. Exactly. <laughs> I know. It's, it's amazing. Uh, Five, minus that, 200. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. So those I got numbers for each team here. So BYU, six and a half. Army, nine and a half. Who's out next, Cam? Liberty. Hugh Freeze. Freeze. Six and a half. Uh, five and a half, Liberty. Five and a half minus 140. Five and a half. Mark, Liberty. I think the coaching change may serve this team well. I know Turner Gill did a real nice job with the program, at least getting them into the big waters, into the FBS waters, which is where they wanted to go. And as you said, this team spends a lot of money on their football program here. They've got a lot of those religious donations pour in, and you know they don't spare any any expenses at all. They gave Hugh Freeze a pretty attractive contract to sign up and come on board here this year bringing a lot of talent back here as well here. If you take a look at the returning production for this football team, they're number 25 overall in the country. Many starters back on offense. So he does get a pretty well-stocked shelf. The thing that concerns me, look at their schedule when they close on out. They've got four games in a row in the end of October to the end of November all on the road. So they're going to have to make their hay early on if they want to get over that season win total of five and a half wins this year. And, you know, Liberty is uh, Falwell, Falwell Jr., and um, he's not the most, um, you mentioned it, Mark, religious. But that They've got, like, a scam going on over there at that place. Like, uh, you know, like Michael Cohen's got, like, pictures of him and stuff, and his wife. I'm not, it's not even, like, I'm not, it's not even rumors. No, it's not oh, it's true. Like, yeah. yeah, basically, like, shady stuff with, like, pool boys. Mark, Mark you're in Miami. Probably heard the stories, Falwell and pool boys and the wife and weird stuff, man. Like they own a hotel that's like a real sleaze pit, like hotel. And it's like, anyways, I'm just, uh, all I'm saying is Turner Gill, you mentioned it. Turner Gill is a good guy. Yeah, me and Cam, no Turner Gill. You know, with Turner yeah. Gill, CFL cornerback, Buffalo. Buff did a great job with the Buffalo Bulls. Turner Gill is going to do it the right way. I'm just telling you, Liberty, they might be a religious school, Mark, but these guys, they'll dance with the devil to get to a big-time bowl game, all right? Yeah. And you're a religious school, so you bring in one of the sleaziest coaches in America in Hugh Freeze camp. <laughs> but I they'll agree. Be good, yeah, though. no, it's weird. They'll be good, though. They will be good. They're improving big time. That, that program. What about like... the schedule? What about the schedule? Mark, uh, Liberty schedule. Well, you go up and down the schedule. There's going to be really soft early on throughout 
the end of September. They're home four or five football games on the road only at Louisiana Lafayette. They got Buffalo, Hampton, and New Mexico at home. They could end up opening up the season in pretty good shape. Uh, this football program can. Uh, then they're going to go to New Mexico State, which they'll be favored likely in that football game. Home to Maine. There's not a lot of opposition on the schedule for this football team here. It's one of the reasons why five and a half wins looks attainable for the team. But again, they're going to have to get that by the time they host Maine because they're going to go on the road after that and for four straight road games. That's a pretty tough task for any team, especially in uh, FBS in their level in the FBS. Yeah, it's kind of tough, isn't it? What about Syracuse and Liberty? Syracuse beats Liberty, right? Yeah. Um, Liberty at Lafayette, Mark. You can give them a shot at Lafayette. Well, you know that's good. that's going to be pretty much a toss-up. Uh, you know, Louisiana Lafayette. You never know what you're going to get from them uh, year to year. It's a football team that uh, is going to bring back a pretty experienced football team. They went bowling last year, and you know they're going to be favored Lafayette will in the game. But those are the kind of games that Liberty can make their hay in. And if they do win that that road game, that's going to make those next uh, three home games look pretty attractive. So I would say likely 0-2 to start the football season here. Buffalo has really decimated this football season here. They, you know, they've lost, I think I was reading, they lost every wide receiver that was even mentionable on that roster last year. And their quarterback, uh, so Tyree Jackson. Be, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and Tyree Jackson on top of it. So, uh, you know, that game is winnable for Liberty. Hampton should be the win. New Mexico could be the win. So uh, it just depends on what Hugh Freeze gets out of this football team. You mentioned the hiring of Hugh Freeze. I think the only reason that he was hired is because – Art Bryles said no to this team. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> um, that's what I said about that. It's kind of low, Mark, but uh, I think uh, you know your your comedic writers in a playbook would like it. Like it. I said after Tyree Kill, I said I swear if Jerry Sandusky wasn't in jail, I think the Chiefs would hire him to be the old line coach. Um, <laughs> You know, like, seriously, if Jeffrey Epstein could catch a football, hey, sign him for the Chiefs. But I'm looking here. I, You know what? You got Hampton, winnable game. New Mexico, winnable game. Uh, Liberty at New Mexico State, winnable football game. Maine at Liberty, they're going to win. That Liberty-Rutgers game could be pretty big. Liberty at UMass, Liberty at BYU, Liberty at Virginia, New Mexico State at Liberty. I think they get there, guys. I think they get to six. I think uh, I think they're going to get there. All right, uh, Notre Dame fighting Irish. Uh, Mark, talk to me about the Irish. Well, America's team, you know, the, the Dallas Cowboys of college football, the team that everybody loves to hate, and understandably so. Uh, they're the bullies of uh, not only the independents, but I think also in, in the world in which they live. They're going to come back a little bit light with returning production this year. They rank only number 97 in the entire country out of 130 teams. Good news is no back-to-back road games. Bad news, they've got seven opponents that are going to play Notre Dame this year. They're going to have a week of rest to get ready for the Irish. That's a really, really tough situation for Notre Dame. Uh, The gods were not looking upon them when the schedule was made and will remain to be seen. Uh, New Mexico, Bowling Green, Southern Cal, Virginia Tech, Duke, Navy, and Boston College all have a week of rest to prepare for the Irish here. They had a pretty good football season last year, did Notre Dame. I don't think they're going to be up to last year's level at all, especially one of those reasons being, as I mentioned here, these teams laying in the weeds for the Irish. Twelve wins last year, no way they'll surpass or even come close to that. But, you know, another 10-win season, I think everybody would be happy in South Bend. Eight and a half, minus 180 is going to be over Notre Dame. 
see that game, Gabe, uh, the play against Gabe, the one that you're looking at right now versus Michigan, huge game revenge spot for Harbaugh and the Wolverines. They love to kick Notre Dame's ass. You're exactly right. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back, and uh, we'll get Mark out of here in a minute or two. We just got to get to uh, UMass, New Mexico State, and a quick uh, baseball tip or two on the way out here. Pick up your playbook, guys. Go to playbook.com. Get it on your mobile device. You got to be prepared 30 days for college football. Don't fail the exam. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, back to live action, fellas. Game time decisions, Red Heat Radio Radio continues for the FanDuel Sportsbook. Meadowlands uh, Racetrack. Uh, Cam will get you caught up to date in about 20 minutes uh, with all the baseball uh, scores. We've got uh, full slate of baseball uh, tonight. We've got soccer uh, tonight, but, of course, college football rapidly approaches, and we're now eight days away from the start of the National Football League uh, preseason. Uh, as well, but we're talking independent college football right now as we go through uh, each conference on a weekly basis uh, with Mark Lawrence. BYU over under six and a half. Army is nine and a half, but minus 200 to the over. If you like Army under nine and a half, it's plus 170. Liberty is five and a half, minus 140 to the over, and I'm leaning to the over. Um, two football teams we haven't uh, gotten to yet. Uh, UMass. UMass. Over under Cam. Two and a half for that other minute, <laughs> man. Like, but it sounds like the minus one sixty. Just, just yeah, give me three minus one sixty to the over, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Mark, exactly. this uh, UMass team, I know they open up against Rutgers actually uh, here, and UMass have been scrappy at times in these oh. openers against the spread. But uh, what's uh, UMass's outlook uh, this year, in your opinion? I think two and a half wins says it all, Gabe. You know, it's a football team that. Uh, since they've come over, they've played in the FBS level. They went to the uh, Mid-American Conference and uh, were in and out, you know, real quick. I think the, they got their fill of UMass real quick there. Mark Whipple was their head coach for a long time, and uh, his name and reputation was good, but he just couldn't win football games. Uh, in his four years there, he only won, if you take a look, uh, 13 games. So, you know, they made a big change this year. They're making the coaching change. The bottom line here, though, is they have nobody. And I mean, this cupboard is absolutely bare. They rank 128th in the country in total returning production. So they're going to be starting all over again, Will UMass. And, you know, they always had problems winning games uh, on the road, especially here. They're going to have problems winning games, I think, a little bit at home here, too. The home schedule looks winnable. You look at, uh, the, you know, the likes of Southern Illinois, Coastal Carolina, Connecticut, Liberty. But the bottom line here is if they end up being favored in any of those football games, they'll be automatic fade material. Yeah, they're not going to beat Rutgers. They, they should be able to no. beat Southern Illinois. UMass at Charlotte. Uh, it's that, uh, that's, that's a Charlotte. Up. That's Coastal tough. at UMass will give UMass the win. So let's say then they're at two. It's, it's attainable. I mean, they got Akron going there. 
They have a few games that they have no hope in hell, but they should have a puncher's chance in a few of them. But, hey, listen, I'm not betting for or against them. I'll pass on the UMass one. And finally, in closing, guys, uh, the Aggies, low total here too, uh, Mark, three and a half for New Mexico State. Yeah, another bad independent football team. And, uh, you know, I, I guess the only good news for them and Liberty is they're going to face each other twice again this year. I, I don't know how that ends up happening. I don't know why they couldn't schedule other opponents, but they must like it. You know, they're going to – they split out last year, did New Mexico State and Liberty, and probably most likely will do the same again this year. Uh, they do bring back a pretty experienced offensive uh, attack here with eight starters back. Uh, that's going to be helpful for the football team. And, uh, you know, the bottom line here is Frank Martin, head coach, has been in his career, uh, has been not so good as a favorite. And I don't know where this football team is going to go. I think they're lost without any talent, foreseeable talent at hand here. Three and a half wins may be achievable for this football team. And for no other reason, they've got Liberty on the schedule twice. They've got Incarnate Ward, Ward on the schedule also. Uh, but the other wins are going to come against teams like UTEP. Uh, so the question here is, would I play this team over? No way in the world. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com uh, with us. Uh, Mark, before we get you out of here, I saw in the coffee club uh, today, uh, and I'll tell you, man, this St. Louis Cardinal team, they, yeah, Cam, every time they're down, it doesn't matter. They're down 3 nothing In the first inning, they come back. They're down 7 nothing. It doesn't matter. They score 10 runs. It's been a wild, wild week. Um, of Major League uh, Baseball results, uh, but uh, tonight's starting pitcher for the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates really, really, really struggles in the month of July. Uh, Jordan Lyles, uh, what is it, Mark, 17 straight uh, starts without a win? Yeah, he's made 17 career starts. He's also a virgin. Uh, he'd be running in a maiden race if he was racing today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's Saratoga oh, oh, for... in his maiden race. <laughs> 0 for 17. I mean, <laughs> and I unbelievably, tell me how, I don't know why, overnight he was favored in this baseball game. It's gone small now to the other side to Wainwright being favored in the contest, but he's in horrible form. He's lost seven in a row. He's 0 for 17 in his career in the month of July. I just can't imagine why they even entertain the thought of Pittsburgh coming favored in the baseball game. And until it happens, you got to keep fading Jordan Lyles in the month of July. you got a chance here tonight and one more time around the corner here. So it's a play-press situation against Jordan Lyles here tonight. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com. Mark, it's always a pleasure, sir. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. And my pleasure as always, guys. Love the show. Be well. I'll catch you next week. And uh, get Mark's uh, playbook if you want to be ready for the football season, which is uh, rapidly approaching uh, right around the corner. I tell you, man, um, the St. Louis Cardinals, this is what's crazy, Cam. So we always talk about this NL Central. And um, last two wins for the Cardinals, 6-5-4-3. The Cardinals, I see they've won nine of their last 11 games in St. Louis Cardinals. They're 9-2 in their last 11. Four of the wins are by one run. Um, like, you know, they, they, that, 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 that division just plays tight. But as far as the, the win totals here for the, the independent football conference, um, BYU at six and a half, I'm going to pass. I don't, I don't have a strong feel one way or the other. I would lean with the under, to be honest. I don't think BYU is going to get to seven. In fact, you know what? They're not going to get to seven. Their schedule, their schedule is a bitch here. Let me get this BYU. Yes. I told you. Can you hear these guys? Just want to ring out today. Yeah, they sure are. I just wonder, hey, that's me, Gabe. I should be cheered along with them. 
The one horse at Saratoga, baby. Six to one. Sure we can. Good jockey, right, good, good horse, good closer. Yeah, and I'll tell you, that's beautiful turf there. Uh, you're right. Oh, yeah. BYU is one of those teams, like, I, I really like what you said before. Like, I preferred the rivalries that they had with UNLV, and I remember the games with Utah, you know, the religious team versus the, the public team. And uh, it's just kind of, it's one of those things. Their defense, though, Gabe, it's been awful. Like, over the last little while, like, BYU used to take pride in it, but, man, they just go out there. They can put up some points, but, man, they get shellacked. Like, they can't stop anybody. And uh, New, no Mexico State, New Mexico State's There's an no. interesting team. Too. They went to a bowl game in 2017, but they were ravaged last year by injuries. Yeah, BYU, they open up against Utah. They're not winning that game. That's the Holy War. It's a battle. It is It is. Um, it is a Provo. So, you know, they'll, they'll have a chance. Um, I don't think they'll win. I think the Utah Utes are very good uh, this year. BYU at Tennessee. Tennessee blow, but it's they'll a winnable me. game for the Vols. They'll win. They'll, they'll, the Vols will beat them. I think the Vols USC, will beat at home. USC at BYU. Well, USC are really, you know, falling, but they still they have too still much win. talent. They should. They, yeah. No guarantee, but they'll win that game. Washington at BYU, the Huskies, they're going to beat BYU. They could legitimately yeah. be 0-4. Then they go to Toledo. That's no lock for BYU. No. Rockets are good. And they go to South Florida. That's no lock for them. Then there is Boise State at BYU. BYU at Utah State. Now, Utah State lost their coach, so they're going to be a little bit down, but they're still good. Liberty at BYU. Liberty have Hugh Freeze. They spent a ton of money, and I guarantee you they're going to cheat up their ass, and they're going to be really corrupt, and they're going to be good, and they're going to get caught in a couple of years. Um, all right, Idaho State's a win. BYU at UMass is a win. BYU at San Diego State. There's no way in hell this team wins seven games. No, I, I, I'm with you there. That, they're not. They're not scheduled. Six, yeah, six that and a half schedules are murderers row. Yeah, it's that schedules are murderers row. No, I'm I'm with you. Like this isn't the B. This isn't Jim McMahon's BYU Cougars, buddy. This is a new program, tough schedule. Those games against way better teams. This, this, no, they'll be lucky to win five or six games. This isn't even Ty Detmer's BYU. It's not even Koi <laughs> Detmer's BYU. Not even Koi. <laughs> Koi. <laughs> Or that oh, other guy, all the quarterbacks. Was the other guy that had Beck? Or was that was that the dude, the guy that Dolphins yeah, yeah. John, years John, John Beck. John. Yeah, Beck. he blows too. He shut up too. <laughs> um. So yeah, BYU. I'm telling you, I like the under. Under BYU six and a half. Army nine and a half is just too high. If anything, I would lean with the under, just a plus one seventy, and say that they don't get the ten games. Um, I think that's actually not a bad bet at plus one seventy. Uh, UMass. I don't want any part of it at two and a half. Liberty, I think, can get there, actually, but it's going to be right around it. And New Mexico State, three and a half, past Notre Dame, eight and a half. Notre Dame's schedule is pretty tough, actually, but How about they the always find a way. Well, you know, Kelly, Kelly, one thing with Kelly is, he, have you notice? Yeah, but he alternates good years with bad years. Yeah. Whenever he has a really good, he rarely has, like, two really good years in a row. Those games are Notre tough Dame. that you mentioned, too. Virginia Tech's no slouch. We like them as a nice sleeper. The Michigan revenge angle. There's a lot of things that, uh, and, and Mark talked about it, teams that hate uh, Notre Dame rested against them, so it's not going to be very easy for them to get nine. That's going to be tough. Yeah, everybody hates Notre Dame. <laughs> Actually, a lot of people uh, love them, too. It's a lot, it's a lo- like, you mean people that love them, yeah. but people who don't love them hate them. <laughs> yeah, front runners. <laughs> like big time. Yeah, front runners, exactly. Um, a bunch of front runners. 
Yeah, the one horse wins. Close, close, yeah. but uh, there's photo. Yeah, well, yeah, he, shit, shit really. It was good. It was, yeah. he, he, it was good. Good price, Gabe. I'll have one for you in the final race too. I, I'm looking at uh, at uh, Saratoga here, and uh, they've had some really small fields. This last race, though, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten horses out of thirteen will be racing. It looks wide open right now. G- the, the three looks dangerous. Risky mandate from uh, with uh, Ho- Jose Ortiz. He's the uh, the morning line favorite at uh, plus three fifty. But there's a couple other guys I'm looking at. I'm I'm, I'm gonna stifle yourself. Five to one. Notre Dame's schedule is is freaking me out, only because it's so bizarre. Like uh, uh, like they're supposed to end with USC. Yeah, I mean now the USC game is strange. It's like October the twelfth, Michigan. This is a weird game for us, man. This is in the middle of the Big Ten season. We always play Notre Dame in the first week or second yeah. week. I don't think we've ever played it this late. Like, I'm dead serious. It's very bizarre. They open up on September the 2nd against Louisville. They're going to beat Louisville. They're going to beat New Mexico State. Uh, New Mexico, excuse me. So that's 2-0. and They have no hope in hell against the Georgia Bulldogs at Athens they'll, on September 21st. They'll get murdered. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to get messed up there. Um, yep. Then they go home, Cam. And they play the Virginia Cavaliers. Virginia are pretty good this year. That's not That'll be a battle game. for Notre Dame. Oh, let's give them the win since they're at home. So that's uh, three and one. Bowling Green, four and one. Four. USC yep. suck, five and one. They're going to lose at Michigan this year. I Michigan, agree. Michigan came back last year and should have won that game, guys. If it wasn't for the horrible first quarter, don't forget, uh, Devin Bush got kicked out of that football game last year, too, like the first play of the game. Michigan's gonna win five and two. Virginia Tech always choke six and two. Duke seven and two. Navy eight and two. Boston College nine and two. Yeah, mm. and then they end with Stanford. That's why it's minus one eighty, Cam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take that, half, that Virginia, buddy. Like, you know, you know what, even though that over. game is at Notre Dame, that Virginia team, yeah. I'd be very scared if I was uh, them heading into that game. I'm very very high on the Cavaliers. Rocco Mendenhall, Mendenhall's built a nicer little program there, Gabe. No, he no has, for the basketball. It's great. Yeah, it, it'll be do tough. Do you see these guys losing four of these games? Are they going to lose four of these games? Yeah, they'll probably lose. Three. Okay, we'll go through it again. <laughs> they're not. They're not. Be, they're not losing to Louisville, dude. They're like twenty-six no. point favorites or something, like no. whatever the hell it is. Like okay, they're not. You know, what is that? I think I'll, I'll double check. I think it's nineteen actually. Yep. Louis twenty. Excuse me. Um, Louisville, they're not going to lose in Louisville. They're not losing to Sheriff Lobo the next week in Notre Dame. No, they'll kill them. They're not beating Georgia, so that's a loss. Virginia's a tough one. They're not beating Bowling. They're not losing to Bowling Green. They'll beat USC. They're going to lose to Michigan. That's two. Said that Virginia Tech game is tough. Other than that, though, they go to Stanford. Notre Dame's going to go over eight and a half. And Ian Book's a good quarterback. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions ready. Rage Radio continues. 
Major Redhead Camp Stewart will get us caught up in a couple of minutes. All the uh, the baseball, afternoon baseball. we got more baseball coming up. We've got soccer uh, tonight. Uh, last night uh, was good and bad with the soccer. We did. We had a profitable night with the soccer. Um, the Arsenal game easily went over the two and a half. Bayern Munich was victorious. So that parlay hit. Um, then we hit Cam. We said uh, Tijuana and uh, LA Galaxy was a surefire over. And that's the one that I'm kind of pissed off at. That It's like, man, we should have smashed that. Uh, LA Galaxy, Cam, they, they, their games always go over in MLS. Mexican teams are better than they are, so they're going to score. But yeah. it was a little frustrating, and I got to tip my cap to the LA Galaxy. They rested six guys last night and still tied 2-2. It was kind of frustrating because the Mexican side, Tijuana, were much better. But they, they didn't bury a couple opportunities. They were offside once. And, you know, Tijuana dominated ball control for, like, the first 70. Like, if they did, they were, like, way better. And that soccer, though, you know, it ended up being a draw. And I'm a little pissed we left Cruz Azul on the table last night against Chicago. And uh, Big Card Julio was talking about it last night. Chicago, the Chicago Fire are terrible, Kev. They're like the worst MLS team. And they're playing against a good Cruz Azul team. Beats them, uh, you know, beats them 2-0. We left that plus 185 on the table. Tonight, we've got more of this uh, League's Cup stuff. We'll take a look at that in a couple of minutes' time, and we'll get to some golf as well, Kev. You got it. Yeah, I got a golf, a uh, couple of DFS plays, picks to click. It's a really interesting tournament because uh, the FedEx St. Jude used to be just kind of a dog tournament. I want to know what they're going to do, Gabe. It's very interesting. You have an open championship, and then you have this tournament. Are they going to brick up the course? Are they going to let it grow out a little bit? You can't just have a World Golf uh, Championship event and have it at the FedEx St. Jude in Memphis, Tennessee. So they're going to have to do something with the course. Either maybe oh, they didn't call, touch yeah. the rough. Maybe they didn't do yeah, something. That's what so I was going to say, Cam. Like it's, it's I very, always thought the it's St. Jude. You know? I always thought the St. Jude was just yeah, sort of just more a of a hey, it's for charity yeah. and hey, yeah, yeah, exactly. whatever. No, no one goes kids. and it's just, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. right. They so, can't have these guys playing out on this pitch and putt out there. Now they're going to be doing something to it or else the winning score is going to be about 30 under. So we'll see what happens there. But Justin Thomas, nice track record. I'm going to ride your Xander Shoffley pick. I'm really starting to feel you. He and you, Xander Shoffley this week. Maybe you won't. Yeah, I'm going to sprinkle a little bit of 20 to 1. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. The news update from Game Time Decisions. Thanks, yes. Great job by the big hand with the sound back. We're doing a real good job today, buddy. Oh, love it, love it. Mixing it up with the host happy. Anyway, let's take a look at the live scoreboard, fellas. We've got lots of afternoon action, so let's get right to it. Tampa Bay beating Boston 3-2. Morton, another win for the Rays. Price the loss. He pitched well. Pagan saved number seven. The game played under protest for Boston after a weird substitution, but Tampa Bay gets the 3-2 win. Philly over Detroit 4-0. Velasquez 5.2 innings, 9 Ks. Zimmerman the loss for the Tigers. The Phillies playing better ball. Anthony Rendon winning home run. Washington beating Colorado 3-2. The final there, Sean Doolittle with the save for the Nationals. Uh, Houston took out uh, Oakland 4-2. Another win for Justin Verlander. The Bassett Hound takes the loss. Asuno the save for the Astros. 
tight one. We talk about this every night, me and Gabe, NL Central games. The Brewers, they came back. They win 5-4 to four against Cincinnati. Freddie Peralta picks up the save there. Texas and Seattle right now. Mariners up 5-3. to three. We're live in the bottom of the eighth inning. Two outs right there. Arizona up on Baltimore 4-2, to two, but the O's have two runners on. One out right now. Runners on first and second. Cubbies up on uh, the Giants 4-1. to one. We are going to the top of the seventh inning there. The Cleveland Indians own the wild card spot, but still looking to make a move. The Tribe reportedly spoke to the Phillies about a possible trade for Trevor Bauer. Bauer, a red hot commodity with the July 31st deadline quickly approaching. However, Cleveland's recent success, their once 14 of their last 17, could change their minds. Bauer's been linked to the San Diego Padres as well in rumors. The 29 year old has been on fire, striking out nine or more in five of his last six starts. He leads the majors in innings pitched as well. He will earn the remainder of $13 million and is eligible for arbitration next year. Other talks, Cincinnati Red Slugger Yasiel Puig reportedly on the block, and so is Mets closer Edwin Diaz. Matchups for tonight, two games at 7.05, game two of the doubleheader. Washington minus 230 versus Colorado, 9.5, Freeland and Corbin. St. Louis and Pittsburgh, still a pick em. We talked to Mark Lawrence about this, 9.5, Wainwright versus Lyles and Lyles, 0-17 career in July. 707 Cleveland minus a buck 35 at Toronto. Bieber versus Stroman could be his last game in a DJ's uniform. Eight and a half. 710 action. We got San Diego in the Mets. Mets minus a buck 68 and a half. Lamette versus Syndergaard. 720 action. KC at the Braves. They screwed us last night. Braves minus 200. Nine and a half. Keller versus Tehran. Uh, Milwaukee. Uh, sorry, Miami and the White Sox. Sox minus 125. Gallon and Lopez. Nine is your total. Yankees laying 25 cents at Minnesota. Half and Odorizzi. Total 11. Gary Sanchez on the IL today for the pinstripes. And at 10-10, we got the Angels and Dodgers. Dodgers minus 210. 10. Beria and Stripling. In the NFL, Tennessee Titans left tackle. Taylor Lewan has been informed by the NFL. He failed a drug test for a supplement and is now going to be suspended. According to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, it's going to be for the first four games of the 2019 regular season. He went on Twitter to say he passed a polygraph test, admitting he knowingly didn't take the supplement. Running back Melvin Gordon informed the Chargers today he will not be reporting to camp, according to the NFL Network. The two-time Pro Bowler threatened to hold out earlier this month and is in search of a contract. Gordon can lose up to 40k a day if he misses camp. In April, the Chargers exercised a fifth-year option on Gordon worth 5.6 million. He's looking for a big deal with a lot more cake. The Green Bay Packers releasing standout defensive lineman Mike Daniels after seven seasons. Green Bay will now save about $8 million in cap space. Daniels entering the final year of a four-year, $41 million contract. Packers looking for a trade partner. They couldn't find one, and it's believed a Super Bowl contender will pick up Daniels as a free agent. Free agent running back J.H.I. medically cleared to play football. That's good news. J.H.I. tore his ACL in October of 2018 playing the last year of his deal with the Philadelphia Eagles. Hoop news, Kawhi Leonard introduced by the L.A. Clippers today. He thanked Toronto and the Raptors for that championship season and time there. Pau Gasol agreeing on a one-year deal with the Portland Trailblazers. Cleveland Cavaliers forward Kevin Love withdrawn from Team USA at the FIBA World Cup. Love is nagging foot and shoulder problems. Raptors guard Kyle Lowry, he says he is going to play despite the surgery. Expected to return to camp in Los Angeles mid-August. Warriors coach Steve Kerr is concerned about the NBA and their problems about the free agents and says trade demands like Anthony Davis did a real problem for the league and it could hurt the game in the future. So we will be on top of that story as well. In the NCAA Pac-12, they're going to be moving their title game to Las Vegas, Nevada for 2020 and 2021. St. Louis Blues, they've hired Mark Savard as an assistant coach with the Stanley Cup champions. And Gabe mentioned it. We got the WGC FedEx in Memphis tomorrow morning line favorite dustin johnson nine to one 
McElroy and Kepka. Next on the betting board, 10 to 1. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts the second hour of Red Heat and Rage Radio. Thanks to Mark Lawrence for coming on the show. We'll break down the MLB, soccer, and the best bets of the day. We're all over it. If it moves, we can bet on it. Hour two, Red Heat and Rage Radio, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, level two. Game time decisions. Ready? Change our radio. Medicine Sports, our radio networks. I am Renzi. We're kicking it at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Meadowlands, our racetrack, Saratoga. Uh, 14 minutes to post. Our race 10 uh, coming uh, coming up in upstate uh, New York. The raging redhead, Cam Stewart, just nailed uh, nailed the winner in the last race. Took a long time for them to finally make up their mind for one reason or another. Uh, but they did. <laughs> and, just our uh, luck, right? Where's the inquiry? Like, I know I'm with you, Gabe. It's like every other race, horse gets thrown in the rail. No problem. A, a race where a guy just comes back and win. I'm like, yeah, this is taking a lot of time here. Like, just come on. Just, come on, stewards. Don't screw us here. <laughs> uh, very nice. Uh, beautiful track in Saratoga. I love the grass, oh, love uh, turf racing and uh, the love colors and the uh, the colors and the. Um, just the, the scene, great scene. I've never been there live, uh, but I understand why people uh, enjoy it as as much as uh, as much as they do. All right, uh, so yeah, good time talking college uh, football. I know Big Man on campus uh, has a couple of college football futures. He wants to share as well. And the more I look at uh, the more I look at the BYU uh, total cam, the more I like uh, the under. I just don't see them getting the seven wins. Too many tough games. You know me. I'm no Notre Dame Fighting Irish fan. But even with the difficulty of their schedule, they're gonna get to they're gonna get to nine. It's you know you got to lay a little bit of price here. What is it? Minus one, uh, minus one eighty eight and a half. Ooh, Notre Dame, Notre Dame gets was, to nine. Yeah. yeah, they should. I wish they shaved that juice down a little bit. Gabe, eighty cents. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, yeah, you, I'm not. You I'm break not gonna it down, bet it. Yeah, no, no. But you know what? You talked about it though. If you're, if you're not scared uh, of Virginia. The Virginia Tech game is going to be tough, but it's a game Notre Dame has uh, has a pedigree, and you're right. The only game they're really going to get throttled in is against uh, Georgia on the road. You said at Athens. That's not going to work for them, and Michigan should win, but that's two. Um, you know, Ian Book is a good quarterback. He is. I like Ian uh, Book, too. I think he's very yeah, good. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's a big-time. They have a big-time quarterback. They've got big-time recruits. Let's not discount them. I don't like them, uh, but I'm not no. going to discount them. Their schedule is tough, though. Uh, their schedule is tough. All right, so we've got Major League Baseball uh, going on right now. And, man, no team's been hotter in baseball camp than the San Francisco Giants, 17-3 and in their last uh, 10 games. But they are trailing right now, 4-1. But, buddy, we've seen all week, man. Baseball's a real bitch, man. You can never – these games ain't over till it's over. Yep, uh, one update there, too. Seattle just uh, took out Texas. Five to three, the final there. Uh, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks got out of a jam. They're up four to two, heading into the bottom of the seventh against the pesky Orioles, who won last night. And you said it, Gabe. Uh, hey, they still got nine outs. Cubs leading four to one, going into the bottom of the seventh. There, the Giants. They've uh, had a lot of magic. Who knows? They might get to the bullpen. All right. So, so we're going to take a look at Colorado and Washington. We've got the St. Louis Cardinals. Can they continue their dominance? Uh, unbelievable. Lyles and the Pirates, guys, in 17 starts in the month of July, and he's never won before. <laughs> uh, he's minus 108. 
Cardinals are smoking hot, 9-2 in their last 11 games, and it's minus 108, hard to get in front of that. I kind of like the under 9.5 uh, there, to be honest. And am I crazy, but I'm liking the Blue Jays. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, game time decision. Frank Rage, our radio continues live from the FanDuel Sportsbook. Meadowlands, our racetrack, camps crushing Saratoga as we speak. Uh, we're nine minutes to post uh, from race 10 uh, right now, Cam. Looks like they're on the dirt uh, for this one. Yeah, um, the dirt. Um, I'd be yeah. very careful. I don't like to take chalk, Morency, but the three looks very good. There's all signs point. Does. Great, great jockey in Ortiz. Risky mandate's a good horse. I'll tell you, Cam. Uh, he should, yeah, he should get it just, done. Just... Just my eyeball. You're right. The three really caught my eye as well. I like Alvarado. I like where you're going with the 11 horse, but the six horse cab looks like he's got a little jump in his step today to me. Just, uh, you know, my own, uh, from my own eyeballs. But we got seven minutes to post. We'll figure it out. Maybe I'll run over uh, to the window here in a moment. We got to get our, we got to get our runner here, man. That's just ridiculous. Just like stuff like yeah. this. I got to say, hey, kid, go get me, uh, you know, you know, I just, just put get, a get me an exacta. exacta. I put a $2 exact in, Gabe, with 3, 5, 6, and 11. So hopefully uh, one of the horses, we get one with the dog. And uh, if it's the favorite who comes second instead of first, that'll uh, be a lot of fun. So, boom, I'm in. 3, this 5, is the Travers. 6, 11. I like this. This is the uh, the Travers bankroll builder. That's they're saying on the screen. <laughs> yeah, Build the your bankroll builder. for the Travers. Let's bring in a big man on campus. Uh, right now we had a successful night of soccer, except, could have been better. A little disappointing that Tijuana didn't finish it off, big man. And I got to tell you, man, they freaking dominated that game too, man. Ball control and everything. It's like they got, I don't know, they were up 2-1. There's no way in hell I thought Galaxy were coming back there, bro. Yeah, I, I don't know how they didn't score three or four goals at least. I mean, they, they had just centers and they couldn't uh, they couldn't find a way. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the other two were good, though. And, uh, you know, it worked out. We got a couple and more over. And uh yeah, no, went way over. Yeah, easy one another. So you know what I noticed tonight though, the uh, I was surprised about these totals here, uh, specifically like Houston, Houston Dynamo and uh, CF America. Uh, let's see the total here, like, like uh, two and a half, over two and a half. Big man is plus one twenty six. What am I missing here? I don't really know. I mean, the Dynamo have not been good defensively at all in no. MLS this year. And you notice ever since teams. James Harden bought them, <laughs> he took over. <laughs> no, it's true. That's great. Uh, Cam, I saw there, there was a tweet, James Harden, awesome. my share of, and I'm like, oh, now I know why they don't play defense and they lost 5 nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, uh, I will say also, I mean, I, I like both the Mexican teams tonight. Both two good teams. Uh, I I. I mean, it's not like Salt Lake or the Dynamo are particularly good either. I'm kind of just looking to just continue to back these teams. I mean, I know you know, Tijuana ended up not getting the job done. But you look at last night, I mean, uh, the, the team that was playing uh, Atletico Madrid, they played yeah, pretty Cruz. well. They ended up getting a draw out of that. Yeah, yeah, well, that one. Oh, that was uh, Atletico Madrid. What was that? Uh, Guadalajara, yeah. 
Yeah, no, the league. Cruz Azul they, or somebody. Cruz Azul beat Chicago last night. We left that on the table. Oh, right. Yep, yep. Uh, yep plus, yep. plus 185. It seems they're taking it a little bit more seriously, the Mexican teams and the MLS, it seems. I almost think the MLS teams are scared where they rest their starters. So because if they lose, number one, it makes their starters tired for like the, the league games, but it'll ruin their confidence camp. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah we just played our starters and we just lost to Tijuana or whatever. Like, so they, I don't, I think they sort of rest back because Houston Dynamo, we're talking a big game about how important this is. And I dug some dig- digging here, big man, and three starters out, expect more backups to play. Houston have a big game coming up in a couple of days. And I don't know what's up with this Real Salt Lake uh, number, but the Tigers, everybody's betting on these guys, bro. Like the numbers plummeting. I think words out Salt Lake City well, resting guys too. Well, I mean, Tigres last year were like one of the better teams in Liga Mexico. So, I mean, I think that's obviously clear why they, I mean, like I said, these are not two, I mean, it's not like we're, you're getting Atlanta United here or, or, or a team that's any good. And, and again, you talked about it yesterday. This is literally the weirdest time to do this. Like, you literally have seasons like in the middle right now in MLS. So, sure. And how about this? The Mexican teams, this is the only disadvantage to them. And it's really weird. They played one regular season game, guys. Imagine, Cam, yeah. you play one regular yeah, season game, and it's like, all right, in four days, we're going to America. We're playing in this cup thing. <laughs> Like, well, why don't we just do this before the season starts? Right? Yeah, exactly. So, or just not that, do it at all. Like, yeah, or at a different time of the year, right? And they, they want to get I mean, 16 will, teams involved in this tournament, but they can't do it this time of the year, big man. they got to come up with a better format. I mean, I will say, I mean, it's pretty amazing how, like, money-hungry this uh, exhibition season is in soccer. I mean, <laughs> I mean these are this is a lot of games. I mean, you had, and you had a kid last night uh, – one of your better players, Real Madrid, he tore his ACL uh, in an exhibition game. I mean, it's really just a money grab. I mean, yeah, again, the American fans want to see these teams, but I mean, dude, we need to play five or six games. I mean, it, it's too many. It's it's uh, taking way too uh, seriously. Right. But again, I know okay. they're trying to put a show on. But okay, let's jump into business here. So I, I agree with you. So let's sprinkle sure. sprinkle on both the Mexican side. Who do you, do you guys tonight? like better? Do you like uh, Tigres better or Club America better? They're minus like 125, Benfica. Club America. I like Benfica. Benfica better, yeah. Cam. I like Tigres. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll Benfica. get to Benfica. Minus 143. Ooh, there we okay, go. Okay, but listen, if it's plus money on the two and a halfs on both games, guys, in these the Mexican and the League's Cup games, I think the books are thinking that the MLS teams aren't going to score much. Right? I think they're like, well, I think these guys can play defense, right? I, I mean, both these teams – are two of the better teams in the league, and they were both pretty good last year defensively. I think I think both teams like gave up uh, under twenty goals uh, during. The, I mean, obviously, their season's not as long as, as others. Yeah. But, I mean, they they were still pretty good, and it's, it's not hard like to bet Dynamo under or Real Salt Lake. They're not really known for scoring goals. Yeah, Houston can score a bit at home, but they're not playing their guys. The totals are tough. I know. It's just I'm tempted by the plus money. I'm going to take my chance. I'll take both Mexican sides, uh, both overs. But let's get into this Benfica game, and you know, uh, you know the uh, Serie A. So Fiorentina are hard, hardly a power. Uh, Benfica is playing some good football right now. Nice three nil uh, performance the other day. Um, their season starts August the fourth. This is almost their final serious tune up. And I'll tell you what, guys, geographically, they're not letting up tonight, Benfica. Um, you know, we we're, you know, Johnny Rose Beef is uh, in the area here. Uh, he I, he lives in Jersey and. We were talking about earlier, big man, 
there's a ton of Portuguese people in the Newark area and in New Jersey. This is why they're playing here. And um, it's going to feel like a home game for Benfica. There's, it's going to be one. You know, there'll be a few Fiorentina fans, but it's not AC Milan here we're talking about. It's going to be pure Benfica. And Benfica, quite frankly, is the better team. Money's coming in on them, though. They're up to minus 150 now. Yeah, I mean, I'm always looking to back, you know, those geographical spots. You know, they're going to have, obviously, a lot of, of interest in this game. But but I think the, the problem we have with this game is, I mean, you know, Fiorentina's not great. I mean, they don't have any world-class players or anything. But, I mean, I think at the end of the day, we have to remember, I mean, Benfica's not a great team either in the grand scheme of, like, world football. Oh. They're big, and people know who they are, but they're not Bayern Munich or Juventus. But I think they're better than Fiorentina. I think you made a good point last night when you told me about you know this, and I want to say last year, I want to say they played Juventus pretty well up in, uh, I want to say it was uh, the Red Bull Stadium, I think they played there last year. I think it, they ended up playing in pretty close, so yeah, I think this is a team they can beat, and uh, they obviously are taking it serious. Yeah, and you know, they're they're also jockeying, uh, they're jockeying for, for starting spots, uh, starting spots as well with their their campaign uh, set, um, uh, set to begin. Hey, Gabe, Last year yep. in this tournament, I actually looked it up. Uh, they tied Borussia Dortmund, who's a good side, and then they ended up drawing with Juventus. They ended up losing yeah. penalties, but I remember I mean, that game. They obviously care a little bit more about this tournament. So yeah, I you know, if you're these, if you're these, yeah, if you're like Benfica, it matters a little bit more than if you're like Bayern Munich these tours because you, you know you're sure. trying to build your rep in, in America. You know what I mean? You're trying to make mm-hmm. a name. Plus, they got some young guys competing for, for starting spots, actually. That's what I like about Benfica. I was really digging in deeper on this game, and they're competing. Like, uh, they lost one of their strikers. There's a spot open. What's the guy's name here? This the kid here. Big man will probably know these guys. The club lost two of its best goal scorers. Felix sold for a record feed Atletico Madrid. Jonas announced his retirement. Um, they still have uh, Rafa Silva. Here's the guy, Jao Felipe, commonly known as Jota. Sure. Yeah, Jota. So basically, if Jota plays well, he, he's going to get a starting spot. A lot of eyes on this kid. We'll continue the conversation, getting some picks on the other side. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a risk-free bet up to 500 bucks. That's a deal, baby. Here's how it works. One, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Two, make a deposit. And three, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to 500 bucks. that easy. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play at sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly, because this offer is not going to be around forever. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. All right. Anytime you talk, do you talk soccer, you're gonna upset some people, but it's all good. Yeah. Um, Soccer's one. You said hockey. Soccer's the sport where you could put people in orbit. Trust me. I've seen Joe. 
He's yeah. I, I blame. Big Man said oh, Benfica is not a top tier program or anything like that. And yeah. of course now people are like, what are you guys talking about? They're a top tier team. And I said they're a tier two top team. They're a tier yeah. two. Like right. they're 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 a big time program. But when we yeah. talk about tier one programs, we're talking about Bayern Munich. We're talking about Real Madrid. We're talking about Barcelona. We're talking about the Man U's. You know the the institutions. That nothing against Benfica. It's a massive, massive franchise, but it's tier two. It's not it's not the, the elite of the elite. And like I said, to silence them, when's the last time they won the Champs League? Exactly. Never. So stop. <laughs> the Portuguese League. It's nothing against Portuguese League. It's just it's not. It's 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 sort of, you know, it's after it's not as good as the, you know, the, the Italian league. It's not as good as a few of the other leagues. Nothing against I, it. I mean, are they even the biggest Portuguese team? And Porto's pretty big. Sporting. I would say Benfica's. I say Benfica's bigger. They're the Yankees of the country, right? They're the old sort of guard. Like if you know, they're the traditional power. But you're right. FC Porto's had arguably as much success, big man. Yeah, Sporting CP as well. I mean, uh, you know, it's nothing against Benfica. I'm speaking fact. They're not. No, it's like Real Madrid or. or, It's like college football. It's like college football. They're good. They're not in the SEC. It's a different conference. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, what's like yeah, uh, Portuguese? And the Portuguese league is good. I'm not insulting it. I like the Portuguese yeah. league. I'm betting on them. I'm just calling it out for what it is. They're like a when Mac I say tier. They're like a Mac. What's team. that? They're like a Mac team compared to the SEC. Not better than Mac. Better Mac. Mac. I give really? better. Mac. Okay, Mountain West. Yeah. <laughs> better. <laughs> well, what are they? <laughs> the, the Big Twelve? No way. <laughs> the Big Twelve. Yeah. All right, now we're getting off track here. They're <laughs> closer to the Big Twelve than the Mac. Okay, listen, listen, listen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch this up. Where does Portuguese league rank? Where do you think the Portuguese? Where did you say the Portuguese league ranks in the in the leagues? Uh, Six. It's better know, than probably. MLS. Seven. It's better than MLS. Oh sure. Seven. Yeah. I'd probably say around. Oh, way, nine. way better. Way better. Way better. Okay, okay, let's say so. What's number one? We've got. Uh, let's let's call let's Maybe. call EPL. Let's call EPL. Yeah, EPL. Exactly. All right. Where's then the Bundesliga? Liga. Spain. Spain. Syria. Yep. Syria. Bundesliga. Bundesliga. That's four. Liga. That's four. Four. That's four big boys. Uh, the French League's pretty good. They're spending money there. Um, one, sure. That's five. Are we going to discount Brazil and Argentina? I know they're best players. Uh, the Brazilian League. That's I would the put them over uh, Portugal. Uh, the Turkish League is pretty freaking good, big man. Sure, sure. Those guys sure. are good. Galatasaray and those guys. Yeah. I'd probably put them like right after those teams. They're top ten league. Yep. Sure. I think that's fair. Top, yeah, yeah. I'd say and Eight, MLS probably. is probably about. You're, you're, a, you're, you're a Galatasaray or, fan, there, Morenci. I didn't know that. They're they're a good club. Fenerbahce. Uh, I'm a Better loser. Bocce. I bet on I bet on their basketball team a lot, Cam. <laughs> oh, <Whoa>, do you? <laughs> Stick to the pitch. Not All the right, hard way. You got to come. Yeah, we only got a couple of steps. So, sorry. What are final soccer picks, big man? Throw it out what you're going to bet. And uh, yeah. I think we're on the same page. Mexican teams. I'm going to sprinkle on the overs because they're plus money there. And uh, give, me, uh, give me Benfica. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm also going to take Tottenham tomorrow at uh, 7.30 a.m. against uh, Man United. So I'm going to go with that as well. 
Okay, so a college football. We spoke with Mark Lawrence earlier. A kick in the tires on a weekly basis on each conference and college football win totals. Tonight, I'm all high on BYU not winning seven games. Their win total is six and a half. The schedule is an absolute killer, but what do you have for us? What are you looking at, big man? I like, uh, I think the two best win totals on the board to me are Nebraska over and TCU over. Nebraska's schedule is laughable. I mean, they don't play Michigan or Michigan State. All their tough games are at home. They travel outside of Nebraska five times and tour against Illinois and uh, Maryland. The schedule's pathetic. If they don't win 10 games, I don't, uh, I'm not really sure what, what they're doing there. And then uh, TCU, I, I, I'm just really high on them this year. I think defensively they're really good. They're the one team that I think does play defense in that conference. And I'm very high. They have a quarterback coming in, Max Dugan. He's a four-star recruit. He's one of the better quarterbacks they've had it there in a long time. He's pushing to be the starter. I love Patterson defensively. I like them a lot as well. Schedule's not too, too bad. Uh, I like Nebraska and TCU high on both those teams. Interesting. Interesting. You think? Uh, so I was wondering. I was wondering if like Nebraska is still a year away right now. I gotta dig in. I'm gonna I dig think, in uh, more. Yeah, I think if, if you're gonna look at a uh, you know Ohio State, we know they're down a little bit. Again, I know I love Michigan. I'm just they had a lot of they had a lot of guys leave defensively. I mean that, that's gonna be hard to replace, but they'll do it. I just think with the schedule, and if I'm looking at a win total, I'm, I'm interested in. Uh, in Nebraska, the schedule's really soft. I am trying to uh, trying to find some rankings here, at least just to start a starting point here. Summary of the World Football League rankings. All right, here here's a good one. And you know what? We nailed the first five. Like bam, like we smoked it. They're on another level. I mean, compared they to had the France, rest of the they world. Had France number five. So here it is. So England number one. And this is really detailed, guys. This is from Kick Galore. Continental Index, Attraction and Impact Factor, Continental Strength Factor, Country Index. So, English League, number one. La Liga, number two. Serie A, number three, Italy. Bundesliga, number four, Germany. France, five, as we called it. Um, all right, then they get it into Best Asia. So, we're going into each continent, actually. That's second. I, mean, I think the only as Asian as well. team that I, any Asian league would be Turkey. That'd be the only, and they're not even considered Asia. They'd be considered, you know, Europe. Hey, Europe. I mean, you have yeah. Russia. Their their leagues, I guess, decent. Um, again, I would put them probably seven or eight. I wouldn't put them above Brazil or Argentina. You know, I think uh, you know, I think they're, I think Cam's right. They're probably better than the MLS. Yes. Um, but you know, I I would wonder, you know, like what, how would Atlanta United do in the Portuguese league? Do you think they would? You know, last year's team. I mean, I have to think it'd be. I think they. I mean, probably. Where do you think they finish? Sixth place, fifth place. I was gonna say. I was gonna say around fifth. Yeah, fifth or sixth. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think they're the top. Top four. Top four. They're they're a playoff contender. Yeah, they're 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 top four or five. They're good. Yeah, it's a good call. That's that's interesting. Benfica or Sporting, but I think they're probably better than anyone else. No, if they played for real, real Benfica, Atlanta can't play with Benfica. I think they would be like fourth or fifth, probably. Well, look, all we know, look, in that Champs League, they actually do try, right? And sure. the, the MLS has never won before. They came close. The Impact made it to the final. TFC made it to the final. 
But remember, Cam, when shit got real against the Mexican team, like TFC were overwhelmed. <laughs> like, you know they I mean? were. Yeah, when Mexico said enough team, is enough. Do, do you think any team would get to the final, let's say, the, the, do you think any team in the U.S. would get to the, fi- the semi or not quarterfinals of the Champions League? Like if they said, no. all right, the best no. team in the no way. MLS. No, no. No. I don't, I don't, I don't no, buy it, bro. No I think I in fact they would even get like bounced by like an Icelandic team early or something like that. There'd be like, like some early. weird. So yeah, yeah, they, yeah. So like Atlanta goes. They yeah. could probably win. <laughs> what would they, they do versus okay, Celtic? Could beat, like, what would okay, they do versus? Beat, like, Celtic? Okay, exactly. MLS, they can't play they at the lose. same level as these guys. Yeah, the Scottish teams would beat. They would lose to Celtic. They would lose to they Celtic. Would, Celtic's pretty good for a Scottish team. I'd like that, dude. That's what yeah, I love about I soccer. Right. Yeah, that ain't I like to see that, though, because that's something, because you talk about their league in Europe a little more down the rung, right? It'd be it'd be a hell of a lot more interesting. Listen, yeah, MLS is much top. better than it was. People that say, oh, MLS totally sucks. Years ago, that MLS was, was probably ranked 14th, 15th out of all the leagues. I think MLS mm-hmm. now is probably 10 to 12. You know what I mean? Like there, I saw a ranking from a few last year. I'm trying to find, it's hard to find on the fly here. Uh, they were arguing MLS was like eight. I thought it was a little high. Like, you know, we yeah, went no, through no, the, no. the big Euro leagues and we did, okay, Turkish league, Mexican league, Portuguese league, Argentinian league, Brazil league. I Yeah, MLS. I think it was you and I were talking about this game. Yeah. Yeah, we had them about 12, right? We had them about 12, right? At 10, 12, 11, 12? Yeah, they're definitely not better. Like, they're definitely not top 10. No, no, they're getting better though. Would you they put are them? Would you put them above like the uh, second level of English football, like the championship? No, like Sheffield, like, like Sheffield United, like Sheffield United, yeah, Sheffield like Wednesday. Leeds and like, oh, what uh, about teams like that? What about the team? So who's gonna get? Who's gonna get promoted, big man? Who's the best team in the EFL right now? Well, the best teams last year were like Leeds United, uh, you know, uh, Sheffield the Wolves. I'm trying to think who got promoted. Uh, I think it would be a battle. I think the LA Galaxy versus like Leeds would like be it'd be a good a fair game, Cam. What do you think? It would come down of the way. Like that's a tough game. I I think a lot you yeah, you see a lot of those guys go up and play at the Premier League. So yeah, I I agree with that. But I think you're right though, that it's a way better league, the MLS. You're starting to see way better players, way higher caliber players and yeah, I agree. With it's that. an interesting conversation. We'll continue it. I'll do. I want to dig in deeper, actually. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for the time, Big Man. You can find him on Twitter at Big Man on Campus at Jeff Day, dude. Thanks, Big Man. Thanks, guys. See you. Good one. There's no debate, uh, though. The CFL is a better league than the NFL. Just kick the crap out of them. Most <laughs> Scottish teams are not very good. I know. <laughs> From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Um, 
We're looking uh, right now. We're kicking around uh, this uh, this stuff. We gotta get to the picks, but I'm enjoying this uh, this debate as yeah. far as where we compare MLS to. To be honest, Cam, they're coming in around. Uh, there's a debate of top 20 in the world, and the, the top 10, top 12, and just off the top of our heads, Cam, we even forgot about a couple of good leagues, the Dutch league, bro. Oh yeah, it's a big time. That, that Ajax that's an and stuff like that. Yeah, it oh, messed yeah. these guys up, dude. Like it's not even oh, fair. Like it's, that, that's like yeah, it's like SEC versus high around. school. Yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 Ajax would I, like mess yeah. anyone in the MLS up. You know. I hate to say this, Gabe, but I equate it, and it's very similar to the Scottish league, as I said before. I think yes. that is good call. I think they might even be a little bit better now. Like they'll be, they can compete with the. I think they have better team, offense except, than the Scottish except league, for, except for Celtic. <laughs> Rangers, you're right. When Rangers was exactly. good. Exactly. Because Scottish League, there's two teams and everyone else blow. You're right. They're better than that. And look, this is a good article here. They're saying, don't get insulted, MLS fans, but you're on par with the Croatian League and the Czech League. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Sounds, it sounds good. And here it is. <laughs> here it is. Swedish League. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, MLS comparable to Scotland and Sweden's League. So it's there kind of go. fair. Like, and it's not insulting. Like, MLS isn't better than the Dutch League. You're not better than Amsterdam Ajax and You're not better than them. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, dude, that's some serious soccer over there in Holland. <laughs> like, yeah, right it is. You said it. Like, Ajax is amazing. Yeah, you, you t- you've talked about even the other other teams, like Fire Neward and, like, whatever. Like, they would take those teams and they would you know, be the over. French League, the Belgian League, yeah. the Turkish League. There's some good leagues. That, the Brazilian like that, League. Though. That's fair. Scottish league and Czech league. That's and I, I hate to say that even being like Scottish, like it's, that's what you equate it to. And I hate to say it. It's going to be better soon because the MLS is going to keep on getting better. I'm not sure about the other couple leagues that are, are on par are probably going to get worse the way things are going, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're getting, we're, now we're finding uh Oh, here's one here. Wow. Well, this is, now this, this might be a little extreme, but. This is from, uh, this is interesting. This is from a Euro perspective. They're saying MLS is ranked 28th in the world. Huh. I think uh, that's 28th in the world. They, they deserve better than that. Don't you think? They're, they're being realistic. And you know what? MLS ranks ahead of Denmark and Croatia. They got Mexico at 11. Mexico's Liga MX is 11. I get you the full rankings uh, here. The fact is that the MLS doesn't have the stars that these other leagues have, Cam. It's true. You know, it's true. You have stars in MLS, but they're always past their prime, bro. You know what I mean? Like, hey, Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney was a stud eight years ago. He's standing in shows. He guys still scores easily now in the MLS. But anyways, let's do our picks, bro. Yeah, uh, also just a quick, update game. Yeah. quick update, the Giants got runners on the corners 4-1, to one, so a home run would tie it up, two outs, and the Baltimore Orioles have the bases loaded, Shh. but two outs in the top of the eighth against Arizona. Just a quick little update before we get to the yeah, I'm seeing spreads Kristen tonight. Third, you're right. Yeah. Um, home, out. Is that a final, 4-1 final? Uh, yeah, that would be if it's, it's, out, it's in the bottom yes, of the it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Cam, I jumped win. in on an in-game, buddy. I jumped in on an in-game under eight runs. Cash it. Perfect. I'm, I'm actually, I, 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 I did something crazy. I took Baltimore plus three and a half in-game. If they could, like, score some runs, I'd be loving life right now, too. I did the same thing. 
when they were down, when we were <laughs> before Big Bad. So go Orioles. Hit a, I'd love oh, it. They, to take they got the bases loaded right now. Yeah. Two outs, though. Two outs. Two outs. Chris Davis is up. Chris Davis. Oh, God, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Bad thing. <laughs> okay, so let's, hit a home let's get to our pick. Out. Okay. Um, I like the baseball board here. Well, I like it, whatever. We're betting it every day. We're here. We're throwing it. We're rolling the dice. We're gambling. Uh, I'm going to ride the hot hand, Cam. I'm going to take the St. Louis Cardinals. Yep. We don't have time to break down pitching and all this. We've got to get Cam's picks and stuff, too. But I'm going to take the St. Louis Cardinals, dude. They're 9-2 and two in their last 11 games. The Pirates are 2-9 and nine in their last 11. Um, I got Wayne right on the hill here. We talked about it. Lyles. Lyles is 0-17 in the month of July. Yeah, Cardinals are just red hot. They're red hot right now. Everything's going their way. Um, I'm going to take the Cardinals. I'm going to go under the nine and a half. I just think it's a little high here. Uh, I hit the under last night in this game. I'm going to do it again. Give me uh, the St. Louis Cardinals and give me the under nine and a half. I'm thinking about the under eight and a half, uh, Bieber and Stroman. I want to take the Jays here, but I can't get stupid with money. I got to win. But Bieber's on fire. Bieber's been on a roll. Could be Stroman's last start as a Blue Jay here tonight. Over, under eight and a half. We saw last night, real low scoring game. Yeah, I kind of like that under too. I think uh, I think things could go really, really well there. And I'm with you. I think the under, I think Cleveland wins the game because I think Bieber will shut down the Blue Jays. But uh, that eight and a half total, I agree with you, Gabe. I think that's, uh, I, I'd go under too. Yeah, Bieber, um, guy, uh, seventh victory in his last eight decisions last time out despite, despite allowing five runs on seven hits. Uh, but he's registered 156 strikeouts, issued only 28 walks in 124, uh, 124 innings of work. Six and two with a 319 uh, ERA in 10 games on the road. Very good on the road as well. Uh, Stroman gave up six hits, seven scoreless innings against Detroit. Left him in a baseball game a little bit too long, but it's the final showcase for Stroman. I'm going to go under the number, Cam. I'm feeling the unders, buddy. Everyone's talking about like the juice it. ball. I'm going to fade the public on this stuff. Give me the under nine and a half in the Pirates Cardinal game. Give me and give me the Cardinals to win. I'm going to go. I'm not going to mess with a side here, but I'm going to go under eight and a half in the Jays game, and I'm going to go under eight and a half in this uh, the San Diego New York Met game. San Diego hey, twelve and four the under the last sixteen. I hit it last night. They're not hitting Syndergaard tonight. They're not hitting Syndergaard tonight. I like. The I Mets. think the Mets like win the Mets. too. So yeah, do I. You do. So do I. Yeah, give me the Mets. Mine, yeah, I don't like laying the 60 cents, but I like the Mets. The Braves screwed me, and the Royals are winning, Cam. You're, they're 7-3, and three, your KC Royals with Chiefs. I know. Seven and three, it's, your last 10. It's actually hilarious. Some of these real bad teams now, this is what we got to be careful of. This is the dog days, right? They're done, and they start to call up guys, play loose. You're playing with house money, Gabe. So I'm going to tell you, like a lot of these bad teams, watch out for them, where some of the good teams are gripping the bats a little bit hard. Like, look, even the Marlins are playing a little bit better. Baltimore is doing a little bit better. So it's not just a lock to bet against these guys in parlays now. So be careful. That's all we're saying. I like your unders. I like your unders. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm going to ride these unders. I'm going to stay away from the Kansas City uh, the Kansas City uh, game. And uh, you know what? We apologize. Anyone on hold here, uh, Yang, we don't have time for, the, for, uh, for a call right now. <laughs> I could blast oh, through some uh, golf. We can get to something. Game. Yeah, no, we got to uh, we, we got to get to our picks uh, here. Okay, that's right. Um, okay. Yeah, so our apologies. Uh, you can call back uh, tomorrow. Um, Yankees in Minnesota here tonight. I like Minnesota. I was gonna say I like the Yankees. Nah, the rubber I don't. Match. Not, with, 
not with Hap. I think the Yankees, just because they, they they came back, lucky to win the, the other night. Hap has been one of their worst pitchers. Exo Dorizzi at home, even money. I don't have to lay any juice. Give me the Twins. Twins make the card tonight. Odorizzi, huh? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, trust He's given up. Odorizzi's given up six home runs in his last oh, uh, four I starts. I know. He's given up the long ball. But, Sand, there's a couple guys that put the Yankees lineup, some big hitters uh, out of the lineup. I, I'm just, I think Minnesota's in a good spot tonight. Think about it. They could have taken the first two games of this series, man. They'd be going for a sweep. I'll take a shot with the Twins. You can say the same thing about the Yankees. Uh, <laughs> they could have yeah, they came back. They came back and won. And the first game they lost, but. Yeah, I guess you you could say that they did come back. <laughs> <laughs> I I just think you're getting a better pitcher at a at a price at home. That's the, the, the because it's the Yankees and the trademark brand. That's why that line is a buck twenty. Minnesota should be a buck fifteen in that game. But you know the Yankees got big sticks. Lemay, he was a very scary guy, man. That guy's what a, what, what's what the Yankees what lineup? Position. I want to I want to see the Yankees lineup. You talked about it. Let's take a um, look at the Yankees lineup here. Well, who's out? No, Sanchez is on the IL. That's all I'm saying. That's a big bat. Let's take a look. Yankees lineup, yeah. They should have the regular, the, the usual suspects, right? Lineups. LeMahieu, Judge, Hicks, and Carnacion. Yeah, they're all there. Gregarious, Torres, Ursula, Couchman, and Romine. So Romine oh, Judge? instead. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, ju- yeah, Judge is in the two-hole. Minnesota, they got their usual lineup. Garver, Polanco, Cruz, Rosario, Sano, Gonzalez. Areas, uh, scope and cave. I like Minnesota's lineup. I think I like both lineups, but I'm not taking the over. How about this for a stat? The New York Yankees are two and zero this year when giving up twelve or more runs in a game. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, see, that's a statistic. The rest of Major League Baseball, two and one twenty-seven. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Okay. So yeah, we can agree to disagree. I lean yeah, with the do. Yankees. I lean with the Yankees uh, in this game. Uh, Odorizzi is a good pitcher, too. Uh, tough game, Cam. Great series. Man, these two teams in the playoffs could be awesome. Could be an awesome playoff. Will, it will be awesome. It will be awesome. I'll, I'll do. I'm going to swing through my golf stuff really quick, Gabe, because yeah. we only have a couple minutes left. So here's my lineup on DraftKings. I'm going to take Justin Thomas as my top guy, 10,700. Six top tens. He also won this tournament on this course before, so he's good. Gabe and I both agree on Xander Shoffley, guys, at $9,300. It's a good price and a bounce back. But this is the type of tournament. Let's hope that he's mad, Gabe, about his disappointing Sunday at the Open. Next, we're going to go with Chez Reeve. I talked about multiple top tens uh, in, in this event before. He plays really well in Memphis, and he's having a good year at 7,900. Next, we're going to go with uh, Matthew Wolf, already won on the tour. Um, he's 95 to 1 on the betting board, too. I think that's a really nice price at 7,500. Now we save some money with our bottom two guys. Also, Brent Snedeker from the area. He went to Vanderbilt. Uh, uh, you know, a, a Tennessee guy, 7,400. He always shows up at the Canadian Open and this tournament, 74. And Kevin Kisner at 66 to 1, also seven, uh, $7,200 on DraftKings. So my lineup, Thomas, Shifley, Chez Reeve, oh, Matthew Wolf, Kevin Kisner, and Brant Snedeker, Gabe. Those are the picks. And for betting, it's a smaller field this week because it's a WGC event. So I'm not going to give you a true six-pack, my friend. I'm only going to give you uh, four guys. Uh, Justin Thomas, 16 to one. Xander Shifley, we're both riding at. Uh, I saw him at 22, Gabe, on one book, but mostly 20 at most books. So Shifley at 20. Uh, Webb Simpson at 40 to one, I think, is a really good price for an underrated guy. And we'll take a shot with Kisner at 66. And I'll split up units uh, with uh, the Wolfman at uh, 95 and a little bit of Brant Snedeker at 80. 
But those, those oh, are the picks, it. small units. You had a good, nice year. You, you've had a nice run of golf cam as of late, except with the majors. Yeah, didn't have, yeah, didn't you, have you keep on winning these other, you, yeah, but you keep on winning these other tournaments. So you had Fratelli, you had the other guy, Wolf, or whatever the hell his name yep. was. Um, so now we get back on track. Like I said, I dude, I haven't I dug, I haven't done much research on this tournament, but you know, you talked about Shoffley. Shoffley always melts down in these big spots. Maybe coming back a week because a lot of these other guys, I don't, you know, I don't think they're going to be in the right mindset. Heads I agree. Yeah, where their heads. Like, but this WGC, they're they're playing for keeps, right? It counts. They're trying to get points, right? So good, good, yep, good purse, good points. Does so, Kepka really care about that though? Probably not. Uh, I Kepka does care. I'm just gonna say though, the guy's he's still a human being, Gabe, and he's also admitted I'm tired. Like he's been going all over the world. The number one guy, he grinds out tournaments. Remember when he lost to Gary Woodland? He's tired, right? So the guy's still like he he bleeds blood, not Valvoline. He's gonna be a little bit tired after a while. He could win this week, but I'm just simply not going to take them, Renzi. So I'll give you my baseball picks, Gabe, and give you the final yep. board because I think we have about a minute left. So uh, right now I am going to take in baseball. I'm going to take the Twins plus 105. I'm going to ride the Mets at minus 155, and I'm going to ride uh, your pick a half unit on the under in the baseball game with the Jays, and I'm going to take Cleveland minus 130, and I'm going to ride your wave with the Cardinals half unit. What do you got, Gabe? Give me the St. Louis Cardinals minus 108. Cardinals, uh, Bucks under nine and a half. Blue Jays, Indians under eight and a half. Mets to win the game. Padres and Mets under uh, eight and a half. Soccer, Benfica minus one fifty. CF America minus one thirty. The Tigra uh, minus one ten. And uh, give me CF America and a Dynamo to go over the number of plus money. We'll be back live at eight o'clock. The winner is yours. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. This afternoon, Mark Lawrence will step up and in. This is our Independence Day. As I will talk about the uh, six independent college uh, football teams on the board. We'll talk some Major League uh, Baseball. We've got some golf uh, on tap. Uh, St. Jude, uh, the Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart will break it down. Big man on campus will return. Uh, tonight we'll hit the uh, the soccer once again uh, this evening. There's a game going on uh, just a couple of miles down the road uh, tonight. Uh, big game uh, for the Portuguese uh, here as Benfica are in town. Uh, Cam and your boy Portuguese Joe, I'm sure would like nothing better to see Benfica live taking on Fiorentina tonight in Harrison, New Jersey, <laughs> aka Newark, as it's Benfica versus Fiorentina in Jersey tonight, and the reason it's here, um, Cam, uh, basically, if you're Portuguese and you move to uh, to North America, you either move to New Jersey, Toronto, or Montreal. Like, there isn't <laughs> one Portuguese person outside of Montreal, Toronto, Newark. Other than that, like, there's no Portuguese people, Cam. What's going on? What's happening? Yeah, I remember once I was in the car uh, driving with Joe and he called his mom during a Benfica game and the other team score and she was weeping openly. 
Like she, like they have like a Benfica shrine in their house and like all sorts of crazy stuff, Gabe. So yeah, he'll no doubt be at the Portuguese club having a couple drinks and a cigar tonight. That is a lock. I've actually been there. I've been to Benfica Stadium. Uh, Beautiful. Before. Yeah, I've been to Lisbon. Uh, I'm a big fan, actually, of uh, Lisbon. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've been to Lisbon. I've been to the stadium. And I think I told you, Cam. So, like, you know, like basically, like in Brazil and Argentina and Portugal, you know, they're very big on Jesus Christ over there, right? Oh, yeah, just yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they're big. They all have their statue. Yeah. They'll have the, the Christ the Redeemer statues. The one in Brazil is the biggest one, but Portugal has one too. And and I'm in a bar with uh, my father and my father's friends who are all like hardcore, like you said, like Benfica. Like they love that stuff more than their family and their kids. So True. he was telling me about how the, the statue of Christ before his arms were at his side. And he said Benfica scored to beat Porto and then the statue moved, and Jesus's <laughs> arms went up. I'm looking so, at him, and, that's so and he's good. like, "He's like, it's true, it's true." And like everyone at the table nodding, it's true, it's true. The statue before his arms were down, but Benfica scored and won. And I'm like, "Oh wow!" I'm like, "Yeah, these guys are uh, these guys are hardcore, man." <laughs>